0: Hi Church, absolutely fantastic to have you with us again today. Hey, we're shifting topic uh, today. We're talking about gratitude. We're talking about being thankful. And I think it is so important that we carry this heart of thankfulness and this gratitude. Otherwise, we go to the other place. And I know for myself, uh, over the last few days, it's been a little bit frustrating. And we can go to this place of fear and anxiety and go, oh man, if only we could Go and do that or the things which we're missing out on and maybe a little bit disappointed about. And we can go to that place so easily. But I think it is so important that we just be thankful and appreciate what we have. Because when we start to do that, it's brilliant for us and who we are and our mental well-being and health. And God talks to us so often about being thankful that we're to praise him, to honor him. You know, recently, uh, I've probably been watching way too much uh, Facebook and Instagram, all that stuff. But I noticed a few little articles popping up. And one of the articles talked about how that we're the second uh, safest country on the planet regarding COVID. And I thought that was pretty impressive. And then there was another article around our uh, wealth and prosperity in New Zealand, our quality of life, and that we sit on the world at the moment as seventh. And I thought, that's pretty good. And then another thing which popped up which surprised me actually, there's this little uh, survey index thing about inclusivity and it was saying that New Zealand that we are the third uh, most inclusive country and so often we hear the narrative that there's this disunity and um, disquiet and all those things which, which comes through and I thought third, that's pretty good. And I think that what we've got to do is look at what we do have, what God has given us, where he has placed us. You know, I think there would be so many people on this planet who would be pretty happy to be living in New Zealand right now. And yes, I know that uh, some are doing it tough and that it is difficult and we have things which, you know, frustrate us. Um, But in the immortal words of Fred Dagg, we don't know how lucky we are. We don't know how lucky we are. something substantial We don't know how lucky we are We don't know how lucky we are To live in this little country of New Zealand and we need to celebrate that and we need to go, be thankful around what we have got and uh, what I want to talk to you is out of Psalms 130, 103 today it's a psalm of King David and he says Bless the Lord O my soul and all that was in me bless his holy name and he instructs his soul he calls his soul to honor god to bless god and the soul it's like the mind the will and the emotions and sometimes our mind and will and emotions can go to the other place can you know not be in that place we want to bless god but he instructs it he tells it what to do he says come on come on soul Well, this is what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be honoring God. We're going to be blessing God. And sometimes we have to actually instruct ourselves. Don't just give in to your emotions and how they're feeling on any given day. But we need to go to that place and say, come on. We're going to praise God. We're going to honor God. We're going to be thankful. We're going to get our our gratefulness on, our gratitude on around that whole thing. And then the, the second verse in there says, bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. And he's saying, hey, don't forget. Remember what God has actually done for you. See, when we create gratitude, when we start to list what God has done for us, it shifts us. Ah, oh, man, that is brilliant. God has been there for you. This is what he's done. And he begins to list the different things. Because, you know, as humans, we can be so forgetful. You know, one thing happens one day and then ah, we forget what God has actually done for us. And we, and we need to count our blessings. There's that old song, count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. We need to count our blessings. Write them down. Remember what God has done for us. That Remember what we have got and not look at what we don't have. And he goes on, and, and, and these are the different things he, he lists. He says, he, he forgives all your sins. How good is that, that God forgives all our sins, not just some of them, but he removes all of them. It talks in uh, Psalm 103, verse 12, and, and further on in this chapter, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our trans- transgressions from us. If you've received salvation... The free gift of God, that is the greatest gift. Don't forget that benefit. Then the next verse, verse says, he, he heals your diseases. He heals your diseases. If you're sick right now, allow the presence and the power of God to come to you. The word salvation or sozo it means healing for your body, your soul, and your spirit. It's, it's the full healing of God around that. Then the next verse, it says, he redeems your life from the pit. He lifts you. In Psalm 40, verse 2, it it talks about how he lifts you out of the murray clay and he sets your foot upon a rock. How good is that? God will lift you. He will set you on a rock, a place of steadfastness, a place where you can stand. And then in the next verse, it says, he crowns you with love and compassion see god loves you he's a compassionate god he's there for you he believes in you he's not angry at you he's not disappointed in you there is love and compassion which flows one of his great benefits then the next verse he says he satisfies your desires with good things He's a good father who gives good things. In James 1.17, it talks about that every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights where there is no shadow of turning. He gives good things. He loves you and he wants to bless you. That's his heart for you. And then the next verse in this, and you're going to love this. He says, so that your youth is renewed like eagles. Who needs a little bit of youth renewal right now? This is what God brings us, what his benefits are. It's new life and new strength. And that, those benefits right there are good enough reasons to shift and that we'd come and say, God, I'm going to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Come on, soul. Bless God. Get gratitude on. But don't forget, remember his benefits. Remember what he has actually done for you. See, maybe today that your soul needs a little bit of restoring. Maybe your soul is depleted. Maybe you're doing it a little bit tough right now. In Psalm 23, the great uh, psalm written by King David, he says, He leads me beside still waters and he restores my soul. What do you re- need right now for a little bit? of soul restoration. What is it that actually restores your soul? What's what's food for the soul? Soul food. You know, maybe it's that uh, long walk along the beach. Maybe it's that glass of wine with some good company, some good friends just to chat to. Maybe it's uh, some nice food and, you know, maybe it's just a good laugh. We all need a good laugh at times. And, uh, or maybe it's, Getting out, going for that uh, bike ride, for that surf, uh, getting out on your kayak, going out somewhere, and finding that place where your soul is restored. It is so important for us that we find that place where we get restoration. And it's not about just listening to Bible scriptures or repeating Bible scriptures all the time. That would just be weird. Yes. Yes. We need to read the Bible and we need to have the input that feeds our spirit. You know, speaking in tongues, reading the Bible, prayer, they restore our spirit. But we also need to be mindful of our souls and those things which restore our souls around that. And do those things which help us. Let me just give you a few quick indicators that your soul is doing well. Here we go. If your soul is doing well, you will compliment more than you will complain. If your soul is doing well, you will contribute more than you will consume. You will celebrate more than you will criticize. You will be more grateful than you are entitled. You will be growing in faith rather than in fear. And you'll be more releasing rather than be controlling. Come on. We've got to get our gratitude on. We've got to shift to this place of thankfulness. I want to issue you with a challenge right now as, as we finish this, this morning. Uh, to go and begin to write down four or five things that you're thankful for. Write them down. Or maybe even I was thinking, maybe grab your phone and take photos or find pictures of four or five of those things which you're thankful for. And then each morning or maybe in the evening, go through those things and go, come on, I am thankful for this. And that you would cause your spirit to say, come on, I'm going to bless God, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, everything which is within me, bless this holy name. And don't forget those benefits. I tell you what, there are incredible benefits to following Christ. Let me just pray for you this morning. Dear Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're a good God. You're a good Father who gives good things. Lord, and this morning, Lord, I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice, Lord, that there would be a heart of gratitude, that there'd be a heart of thanksgiving, that we would get our praise on them, we would honor God this morning. Lord, we worship you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hey, have a great week. Look forward to seeing you soon. God bless you.